unlocking the door and stepping into the living room, I carried in an armful of mail as I kicked the door open. I tossed my keys into a small glass bowl next to the door headed into the kitchen, where Trevor was drawing in his sketchbook. Hey, Bud Bud, I greeted as I dropped the mail onto the table. Walking over towards him, I went and ruffled up his hair while staring down at his drawing. How was school? Great, actually, he beamed. Francis wasn't there today, and we watched The Incredibles after lunch. <laughs> that would explain the picture, I grinned. The fact that you get picked on by a guy named Francis is kind of hilarious. No, it's not, he frowned. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Francis? Who would name a kid that? It's like a 20-something-year-old century name. Yeah, I guess, he finally agreed, a soft smile growing on his face. Have you ever tried being friends with him? Why? He's really annoying, he said, scrunching up his face. Pulling at his hair, I placed a gentle hand on his shoulder and shook my head. He instantly nodded and stopped. Don't get worked up over nothing, bud bud. I just said to think about it. He just might want to be friends with you. I don't know. Kids can be weird, believe me. Going back over the pile of mail, I quickly went through the bills and newspapers that made up the stack. Finding a postcard on today's newspaper, I stared at a small cursive handwriting in confusion. What's wrong? He asked, getting my attention. There's a postcard that says that there's a cure for your autism. We must be there in 30 minutes. How did I not see this earlier? Because you didn't check the mail this morning? Don't get smart with me, kid, I laughed, heading towards the front door. Come on, bring your stuff in case we have to wait. Let's see what this urgent appointment is about. As I expected, when we got there, we had to wait in a small, cramped waiting room before we could be seen by the doctor. The waiting room consisted of nothing but four cushioned chairs and two dark brown doors on the opposite side of the room. The only light in the room was dull, and would occasionally strobe off and on an uncomfortable rhythmic pattern. However, I was glad that the light didn't seem to bother my brother in the slightest. After feeling like the necessary papers for today's visit, I watched and laughed with Trevor as he told me about his day at school and showed me other drawings that he accomplished. And by the time he got ready to show us another one of his drawings, the doctor had knocked on the door and opened it. Helping Trevor put away his things, we got up and left the waiting room as he followed us right behind. We walked down a few empty hallways and by some families with crying children before we stepped into an empty room. The doctors closed the door behind us and we had a seat across the doctor. Good afternoon, he greeted politely, which made Trevor smile. How are you guys doing today? We were great, thank you, I replied. So you mentioned that there was a cure for ASD and you wanted to help Trevor be one of the kids to experiment this cure? Vaccine? Exactly. We already had nine other families willing to let their kids try it out. There was no surgery needed, but we will have to monitor him to see how he's doing with the given vaccine. Is that okay? Are you fine with that, Bud Bud? I asked. This may, this may just cure with the little autism you have. Nodding his head, and the doctor smiled. Great, she said excitedly. The next events happened in a blur. A nurse burst into the room with the chair that Trevor had to sit in, and they strapped his arms down to the chair. Looking over at me with a fearful glaze, I watched, I watched the nurse as the doctor inserted two needles in his arms, and I felt upset 
that he I couldn't comfort him. Knowing that I was afraid of the needles made me squeamish when we then proceeded his skin. My heart pulsated regularly as I heard his screams and cries. The pain from his face made my regret of the decision immediately. Stop! Stop! You're hurting him! I yelled over his tantrums and sudden outbursts. Thinking to myself, he had never acted this way in a couple years, and now all of a sudden, he does? Something about this just didn't seem right with me. Excuse me, but really need to leave this room, the nurse asked me, placing a firm hand onto my back. No, I shot back. I am not leaving this room. I want you to stop all of this madness. He was perfectly fine before. Now he's having a tantrum. Ma'am, you really need to leave. Make me, I gritted my teeth, glaring at the lady. One minute I was hauled up off the ground, and in the next I was withering on the floor in pain. With the door closed getting up, I threw my body at the ground. I poured out my fists into the air. I kept shaking them and shaking them, but nothing was happening, and nobody paid attention to me. It would seem like an hour of screaming had fell into absolute silence. Widening my eyes at the sight of Trevor's unconscious body, I opened my mouth and began to scream. I wanted to find myself unwilling to. Then everything went to black. I shut my eyes and everything glistened. Throwing myself throwing myself out the bed, I ran to Trevor's room to find him asleep. Blowing out a series of deep breaths, I managed to calm my pounding heart, realizing that it only had been a nightmare. Going into the bathroom, I splashed cold water onto my face before I attempted to fall back asleep.